The Dental Download Podcast is your source for insight into dental school, conversations with dentists, specialists, and leaders in the industry. With new episodes every Monday morning, I'm your host, Haley Schultz. Let's get into this week's episode. Hello, hello. Happy Monday. Welcome back to another episode. This week, we're going to be talking all about rotations in dental school because I just got off of my oral surgery rotation and I thought that would be a fun topic to give you another glimpse into how things run at my dental school and my personal experiences with that. Life has just been really, really busy lately. I'll talk about it a little more in this episode, but things have been hectic, but I'm happy to have this outlet to connect with you all and share what I can about dental school. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Okay, so we're going to be walking through all of the different rotations, like I said, that I've had so far in dental school, specifically starting most recently, and I guess we'll work our way backwards because recently is fresh in my memory, and that is oral surgery rotation, which I had this past week, so the first week of October, and every single school, just to preface, if you're not in dental school yet or if you are, I feel like every dental school does rotations and specialty programs differently. So don't take this as this is exactly how your experience will be. And even between like my roommate who's a third year and my rotation as a third year, they were even different because you don't really know what kind of patients are going to come, what kind of cases you're going to get. That's the big thing. Like I'll take you through how my week started off. So we do one week of oral surgery third year and then we'll do two weeks next year or like a week and a half. And then you also do a decent amount of extractions depending what clinic you're put into for your external rotations fourth year and those are 10 to 12 weeks that you're working in like a real clinic not at the dental school but staying on topic of my oral surgery rotation last week so we had to be there around 8 to 8 20 every day and the first day we had from like 8 30 until 10 30 a little orientation kind of walking us through what's different in oral surgery versus our normal clinic where we see patients just in terms of how protocol works, how computer things work, how the visit goes, the flow of things, where the different equipment is for setting up the room, all of that. So we went through that for like a little bit and then we saw one patient that morning and then we had a lunch break. Lunch is like 12 to 1 every day and then we saw however many patients came in in the afternoon. Usually you would see like two or three in the morning and two or three in the afternoon depending how long your sessions take you. So the first day, I extracted a number eight by myself from a patient, and then in the afternoon, I kind of helped and got some teeth a little bit looser, a little bit more mobile, but wasn't able to finish them myself because they needed to be surgically sectioned. And it's similar to the other rotations that I've talked about a little bit in intros to podcasts before, where we're paired up with another dental student and 
one person does a treatment, one person assists. So the first day we were paired up with our peers another third year and we were both equally kind of clueless to be honest. Not clueless, but just we've never done this before, you know? So we kind of tried to help each other and we got through it with our first couple patients. And then after lunch, like I said, I had one more patient and then wasn't able to actually complete the treatment. And then Tuesday, we were paired up with the fourth years instead. And that obviously worked a lot better for us because they have way more experience and were able to provide a lot more guidance. So some of the procedures I start to finish did myself. Some of them the fourth year did start to finish themselves throughout the week. Some of them they started once they got it a little looser. They let me take a feel of how it would work and kind of help finish it or vice versa. If I was going, I kind of got started. But if I had trouble actually getting the tooth out, they could finish it for me. Things like that. And every single day there was like a different faculty we worked with in the morning and then a different one in the afternoon. Um, I think only one of the faculty came around twice so it was like Monday afternoon and then like Thursday afternoon or something like that and then the rest of them was different people which was kind of nice because you got different perspectives but also presents a challenge if you're not kind of getting close with that faculty and learning specifically a lot of information from them you might only have like one or two tutorials per faculty when they kind of walk in and show you different things and walk you through how to go about the procedure But overall, I was really nervous just that like I wouldn't know what I was doing. And I mean, anything, reading about it, learning about the different instruments and how you're supposed to use them can only go so far to you really do it on a real patient. So obviously, that's when things started to click and things got better, especially the second day when I had the mentorship from the fourth year. But I was pleasantly surprised. I'd heard that you don't get a ton of help from the faculty in this rotation, but my experience wasn't like that. I felt like they were pretty helpful, and I knew that if we were struggling too much and couldn't do it ourselves, we had the faculty there to back us up. However, that's not super helpful when it comes to being realistic for when you're on your own with a patient in the real world. You can't just call someone else to finish the procedure. I guess if it's really hard, you can refer it out, but you don't really want to start something that you can't finish. But there's certain things that they don't let us do, like they don't let us surgically section the tooth or surgically remove bone. When it came to that, which was a lot of my cases, then you had to call on the faculty and they would finish it, the faculty oral surgeon. We could like hand section a tooth using like a spade or something, but we weren't allowed to use the surgical drill. And just a lot of my teeth happened to be pretty brittle and a lot of extra bone latched onto them because they were maybe root canal treated or just had been dead for a while versus if it's a semi-healthy tooth, the PDL is still intact and you're able to just kind of take that away and then elevate a little bit and then use a forcep to kind of wiggle it out. But because a lot of mine were not that easy, I didn't actually finish any what I would consider hard extractions. I finished a lot of easy ones, like I pulled seven incisors on one patient, and that was a really cool experience, obviously some upper and lower, and those even took me a little bit of time just because it was my second day, and my second time actually successfully getting teeth out, but it was really fun, and it showed me that like, if it's an easy situation, I can definitely handle it on my own, but when things are more complicated, I'm either going to need more equipment and more training or just to refer the tough extractions and they don't let us undergrads do um, third molars either and they're supposed to be filtering to give us cases that are easy enough for us to do but like I said at least 
60% of my cases that came through, whether it was me or my partner seeing them, I feel like we ended up needing to have the attending faculty come and finish it just because they did need to become surgical. Maybe not 60%, maybe like 50-50, but still that kind of changed things. But that was like, I guess what was notable about that rotation. Overall, I would just say it was cool. It was exhausting because we are standing the whole time you're doing oral surgery. You don't use indirect vision or anything. You just like contort your body to see what you need to see and you're alert hunching over the patient but you're standing and you're like using your body as like a torque to be able to get the extra force and it just takes a lot of force and muscle you're not trying to like muscle the teeth out because that can cause a lot of extra trauma to the bone and to the tissues that we don't want so you do want to kind of have it pretty mobile before you go ahead and try to take it out with the forceps but at the end of the day sometimes you still have to put some muscle into it and that just makes your hand and your wrist and your forearm cramp and you're standing and you're tired and it's it's exhausting but I got through it I was really happy when the week was over we had a lot of like assignments to do like a 65 question assignment four quizzes and then a final that I need to take soon I might even have to take it today I need to actually check as soon as I'm done recording with this because it's Sunday after the rotation is done and that was about everything though I'm happy it's over is my main summary and I guess it was a cool experience because we don't get to extract any teeth in our normal clinic unless we're on oral surgery rotation or you're on your external rotations so it was good to get some exposure because that's something that a lot a lot a lot of general dentists do in their practice not everyone but a lot of people especially the easier in quotes ones a lot of general dentists will do so I need to learn how to do them I'll have to make another episode once I do my other rotations, and that's good because I'm like running out of content ideas for the solo week episode, so that can be a part two of rotations later on when I complete hospital rotation and endo rotation, but the next one I'll talk about is pediatric rotation, and then we'll finish off with orthodontics. I think that's all of them that I've done so far, and then I still have to do endo and hospital. So peds, I've talked about that in the intro, I think the two weeks I was doing it. So that one is two weeks and we just do it third year. You don't do it fourth year. So only exposure that you get to children under the age of 16 at our dental school is two weeks during your third year, which I just, it baffles me, but that's how it is. And they were an awesome two weeks. The head of our pediatric department is such a fun doctor I was about to say guy, but like, obviously he's more than just a guy. He's a pediatric dentist and super experienced and has so, so much wisdom to share, but he's also very like youthful and fun and just made the experience really pleasant for us. I wish we did more operative work. I didn't get to do any restorations on the children, but I was able to do a lot of different exams, profies, radiographs, and I didn't all, didn't get to place sealants either which some of my peers place sealants, most of them did, except for I think three of us. And then I think only two or three people did a small like class one restoration. And it's okay, but I just would have liked the experience, not even so much drilling on a primary tooth because they're fairly similar. They just have like bigger pulps, which is something to be worried about. I would just more prefer the behavior management practice because it's one thing having a kid come in to get their teeth cleaned they might be resistant but at the end of the day you're not really causing them any pain so it's not a ton of behavior management to worry about 
versus giving an injection, doing the nitrous perhaps, and actually drilling could be a lot more stressful for the patient and require me as the dentist to do a lot more behavior management, which I just didn't get the practice of doing since I didn't get to do any operative work. But that was two weeks and we would have a seminar, I think every afternoon for like an hour preparing us for our different competencies that we had. And we also did a full morning of sim lab practice up in the pediatric clinic working on pediatric typodonts where I got to do some restorative work, but it was just on the typodont. And we did a strip crown and we did an MO, an MOD, and we also did a stainless steel crown prep and putting the stainless steel crown on. So all that was good practice. Oh, and a pulpectomy. So all that was good practice for things that you do on the children, but I just wish I got to do something a little more exciting on an actual kid. But it was still like so fun. Like I really don't have many complaints because I still really enjoyed it and I felt like getting to work with the children was such a good experience and seeing just the difference between a three-year-old versus by the time they're six-year-old, by the time they're 12-year-old, like you get such different personalities. They did a really good job of filtering which kids can be seen by the undergrad students on rotation compared to the graduate residents for pediatrics. Obviously, they give the people with more difficult behavior patterns to the residents. That way, they can better handle it. They don't want to give us anyone that's super traumatized at the dentist or like super, super reactive because we're just not as trained to handle it. But not every kid was super easy. So I felt like it was the perfect amount of challenging, but not too challenging. And it was just really fun. We had seeing the kids Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, because we don't have the rotations, any of these on Wednesdays, because we have classes as third years most of the day Wednesday, so we don't go on rotation. But Monday of pediatric rotation is when we did the sim lab stuff that I told you all about. And then in the afternoon, we saw our first patients. And then Tuesday, Thursday, Friday patients, and the following week, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, half day, Friday, seeing patients. And then we had two computer-based written exams that were like multiple choice on one on like Tuesday and Thursday, I think. And then Friday we had a competency or some way flipped around. I don't even remember the order on the typodonts. So we had a few different like practical competencies to make sure that we know everything we need to know about pediatrics because fourth year, one of the graduation requirements is passing the, oh, what do they call it? Something OSCE, I think, like we took to get into clinic. I think we take a pediatric OSCE fourth year as one of our graduation requirements. So they want to make sure that you know how to treat kids, but I just don't feel like they give you enough exposure treating the kids. However, when you're out, like I mentioned in the first segment of this episode on those external rotations fourth year, you see whatever comes in, whatever the office is willing to let you see. So a lot of people do get to work with kids on those external rotations as well, which if you can't tell, I'm just excited and looking forward to that opportunity. We do a tiny little taste of it third year at one point. You do two days of external rotation and mine are going to be at the end of December. And then I think my hospital rotation is in March. So maybe April-ish, like the end of my third year, I'll do a part two to this, like I was saying. And I can talk about external rotation and I can talk about hospital rotation and endo rotation. My endo is coming up though. It's in like a week or two. So I can talk about it briefly in an intro, but I won't give away all the info. I'll make you guys wait for that episode in April. 
and it's crazy time is flying by like I'm just so busy I've probably mentioned this in the intro too of this week's episode but I just am so busy like every weeknight it seems that I have something so I'm at school 7 30 to 5 5 30 and then I go to whatever extracurricular thing then I come home and try to get things done for ASDA or for studying or for whatever maybe record a podcast guest and then it's 9 p.m and then I'm exhausted and don't have any time to do anything for myself the fall's just been like so busy the past few weeks and that's how it's looking to be pretty much until Thanksgiving break and then think after Thanksgiving break we get right into finals and then winter break thankfully but it basically just feels like until winter break I'm just gonna be swamped with stuff but hopefully that's not true hopefully I get a lag of a week where I can relax a little but I'm gonna talk about ortho rotation next all right our last little topic for this episode all about rotations is orthodontics rotation so this one is different because As I've mentioned before, I know I say that all the time, but I feel like most of you listen every single week, so I repeat myself a tiny bit, but for the people that don't listen every week, I have to give some context, you know? So for ortho, every single third year is in this ortho class where we take rotations. I think we have five maybe, I don't know. We do one basically like twice a semester. So we did two in the summer and then I think we have two this semester and I don't know if we do them next semester or not, but I think we're supposed to have four done by the end of this semester. So by like December, but I'm also in an extra rotational and lecture class. That's a selective, which is an elective class that I take extra on top of everything else, but you don't have to pay extra, which is nice. And for that one, it includes in-person time in the clinic as well as online case discussions that we have to go to so for the normal one that everyone takes that is usually in the mornings on a Tuesday and like I said there was two in the summer and then there'll be two this semester the first one was all about orthodontic records and kind of taking a patient and doing a full assessment and putting down their different problems and coming up with different solutions so that one took pretty much the whole time which is like three or four hours I think they're like 9 a.m to noon like most of our clinic time and things like that are and then we have lunch and then go on with the rest of your day you might have assisting you might see a patient whatever you want to do and we just evaluated our peers so that's one of the downsides of it is like most of us have had orthodontic treatment or in general have like pretty good teeth and occlusion so it wasn't all that complicated but that's why we have a bunch of ortho lectures that we've already taken. We're in one now that's separate from this class and rotation, but we're all taking another ortho class right now. I think it's our third one that we've taken. So we're still getting a bunch of exposure to different cases. This is just letting us be up in the clinic and working on real people, but the real people are our classmates. And then the second rotation was all about photography and kind of the clinical images that you're going to want to have on file for an orthodontic case so kind of like your before photos so a few different ones one from the front one from the side and then your intraoral photos and also knowing how to set those up in the computer system I forget I think it's like clin image or something clin check maybe no clin check is for Invisalign I don't know but there was a system in their ortho clinic that you upload them to and figuring out how to upload them in there and like filter them nicely and adjust the contrast and like make them the right size and alignment and stuff so it was a pretty easy rotation and we got out a little bit early which is 
always nice because in general I feel like rotations are just kind of a chill period for me like if I know I have a rotation Tuesday morning I'm like oh cool I don't need to feel any ounce of stress on Tuesday because everything with rotation is just like out of your hands you just show up and do your work versus when you have a patient there's always that little bit of you that's like okay I gotta be on my a game like I gotta make sure I know exactly what I'm doing why I'm doing it and I'm super prepared because as you should be you're working on a person and we're students and we're learning and we make mistakes so you want to try to avoid mistakes when you can but those days that I have rotation ortho or otherwise I just kind of get to relax a little bit because I don't know I think you're just there to learn what you can and there's not I don't know like as much responsibility on you as when you're the actual care provider to a patient. And the third session, which I haven't had yet, but I have in November, is intraoral scanning and then using like the three shape to scan and then analyzing occlusion that way digitally. And then I don't know what the fourth rotation or future ones will entail, but that's basically how it works. And then since I'm in the extra class, that is once a month, maybe twice a month, Tuesday night, seven to nine. I think it's once a month that we go on a Zoom call with the course director and we go through cases. It's like a small group of us, usually five to 10 students and they have them all throughout the month. So you get like randomly assigned. That's why the groups are smaller. I think there's like 40 people in the class, maybe 30. And then we have, like I said, five to 10 students each time that you get assigned to meet and you go through three cases start to finish starting when the patient presents going through their orthodontic records and talking about their problems and then talking about different solutions and you also so you're looking at like their clinical photos their x-rays and their lateral staff and then like the numbers associated with that which I still am not great at but this is why I'm not becoming an orthodontist and then we go all the way through like what potential treatment options can we think of and then we see what they actually did and the end result and you do that through three cases it usually takes like 7 to 8 30 p.m so that's another reason my nights get busy because I have that once a month too on top of everything else going on and then the other half of that class is showing up pretty much once a month for shadowing in the orthodontic clinic Tuesday afternoons it seems to always work out where I have like an ortho day where I'm assigned to my normal class session on a Tuesday morning and then my elective shadowing happens to be that afternoon but like I said it's not bad because then I just am so chill and low stress so I don't really mind those days but that's pretty much everything with ortho and that is the three rotations that I wanted to talk about this week hopefully it was interesting for you of how we do things at our school and the exposure that we get to specialties and the options that we have for extra exposure. I didn't mention this, but there is a selective like extra class you can take for pediatrics now, and I think they're trying to make one for endo. I'm just not in those. So something to keep in mind if you are pre-dent and maybe going to come here, those are or will probably be options by the time you get here. That's kind of exciting. But I hope you all enjoyed this week's episode. We'll be back next week with another guest, and I'm looking forward to chatting with you all then.